Hello listeners, Ben Robinson here and you are listening to episode 4 of the Skate Your Way to the Top podcast on iTunes. Today's podcast episode is going to focus on some quick mental exercises that you can use to increase your hockey performance. First of all, excellence in hockey is a direct function of mind and body working together effectively. We are now at the midway point in your season uh, with the second half of the year fast approaching. I want you to be able to use this holiday break, whether it's now to Christmas to New Year's, as a way to recharge your batteries and plan ahead for the second half and a strong push to finish the year. Today I want to provide you, the elite hockey player, with a few basic mental exercises and visualization strategies that you can start to incorporate into your daily hockey routine and your life away from the rink. I want you to be able to improve your focus to help maximize your performance at your position in hockey. There are lots of mental exercises out there for hockey players, but the following are perhaps the best few that have been used by our players as our our group. All proven methods that I've seen work time and time again at the highest levels of professional hockey. The main objective of the following quick mental hockey exercises is to help you maintain composure on the ice and to manage your feelings in the moment on the ice and in different game situations. The goal is to help you use your breathing to create the right feelings and to help maintain your balance through high moments, uh, which are positive experiences on the ice, such as scoring a goal or making a smart play, and then also maintaining your composure through the low moments, which are negative experiences on the ice, such as a bad shift or a bad turnover. The objective of our first exercise is managing your emotions with breathing. When you aren't managing your emotions as a hockey player, you're usually under pressure. When under pressure, many players become anxious and they try too hard. They fail to keep it simple. For example, the player forces the play, they squeeze their stick, they chase the puck instead of letting the play develop and come to them. Under pressure, players tend to retaliate, they make mental mistakes, they make poor decisions, and errors, they tend to compound. Players are flat under pressure and they worry. What breathing does is it allows you to be present in the moment and playing in the moment, playing for today, playing for the game that you're actually in. The biggest advice I can give is for a player to play for today, play in the moment. Um, Breathing tends to consciously make you aware that you are playing and living in the now. Definitely no sense in looking two or five games ahead in the schedule. Play for today and play for yourself and your teammates today, one game at a time. Breathing brings your mind into the here and now world. You can't worry about the past or games that you have already played that are behind you. You also have to be sure not to focus too much on the future and the schedule ahead of you. This is what you always a lot of times see in in player interviews. Uh, A lot of the teams and and players, they're being interviewed and they're saying, we just got to take this one game at a time. We can't look, uh, you know, whether they're traveling to the different places around the U.S. or North America. Um, They just, you've just got to do it one, one game at a time. It always helps to take a deep breath and bring all of your attention and energy to the present. The complete hockey player has both power and emotional control. Breathing is certainly the key to both of these. 
The first breathing exercise that you can do starts with the following. You can listen to this regularly to remind yourself or to use this recording and, and listen while you're mentally prepping in a quiet environment. Wherever you are, whether pregame, at your house, in the rink, or on the ice, mid-game, try to calm yourself by breathing smoothly and feel yourself breathing in energy. Feel the energy flowing through your arms, legs, and your head like a five-pointed star. Close your eyes and start to visualize. Imagine that you're about to step onto the ice. Feel yourself sending energy out to your hands. Imagine having good hands and being able to handle the puck well to make good tape-to-tape -tape passes and take, a, and take quick, hard, accurate shots. Keep breathing in deeply while filling your lungs to maximum capacity. In and out deeply. Relaxing your breathing. See yourself stick handling and feel the way that the puck moves on the blade of your stick. Get a feel for how the puck slides from toe to heel on your taped blade as you skate with it on the ice. Feel yourself drawing in breaths in and out, breathing in energy and sending it down to your legs. Imagine having good wheels. Imagine having the best wheels you've ever had. You feel strong on your skates and you are skating with smoothness and power. You have good acceleration and major jump. You can feel your edges as they engage with the ice, turning, transitioning, and pivoting as you skate and push off of each leg. You have a strong hockey base. Now breathe in energy and send it up to your head and into your eyes. Imagine that you can see the ice clearly. You read the play well. You react with crisp precision. You see the open man and the open space. You see your teammates skating and moving to this open space. You make a clean stretch pass on the ice. A quick and accurate pass that hits the man wide open in stride. Breathing in some more. You anticipate the play. In the defensive zone, you angle your man to the outside and you take the puck away. You see the boards and the lighting in the arena that you're in. As you continue breathing, the arena becomes so real and you feel as if you're out there in warm-ups getting ready to play the game. Continue to breathe. This is just one example of a quick snapshot of what you can do to breathe and visualize yourself on the ice. I always found it useful to listen to music while I did this breathing exercise and, and prior to leaving my billet house when I laid in bed or awoke from my pregame nap. So, so definitely something that you can really build into your routine and a great exercise you can get your mind and body activated with uh, and ready to engage in the upcoming game that you have in front of you. Another exercise or quick tip that can help re-energize and focus is using power words. 
One thing I want you to add to your preparation and high performance is the use of a power word. Power words can help you shape your energy, especially when you pair it with your breathing and your feeling like we just went over. The word you choose depends on who you are as a player and what you want to achieve on the ice. If the feeling you want to experience is smoothness and improved touch and coordination, use the word smooth. If you find yourself pushing too hard or playing too tight while generating smooth feelings, think of the word smooth. If the feeling you want is speed, practice your deep breathing and recite a word to yourself silently like fast or jump or quick. Breathe into your five-pointed star, which is your arms, your legs, and your head, and imagine skating at about three-quarters speed. Then picture yourself accelerating, speeding up to half speed, and then up to full speed. Imagine yourself blowing past the opposing players and your own teammates. Think fast. Think quick. On the other hand, if your energy is down and you feel tired, you may want to feel more pumped up and feel more aggressive. To help generate more energy to forecheck aggressively, attack the corners hard to retrieve a puck, or go to the net hard, think of the word attack. Thinking attack works whether you are on offense or on defense. Also, away from the rink, if you want to generate power and energy for a workout in the gym, you can also breathe and energize with the word attack. This use of associating yourself with your power word can often get you in the right frame of mind instantly. We often become what we frequently think about, and this is just one way to classify yourself as a player and intentionally figure out where you want to fit in as a player on your hockey club. What power word will your game represent? Next up, uh, there are two routines that you can kind of practice now. Number one is work on your breathing. Uh, create a 10-minute breathing session every day that you can do on a daily basis. Uh, sit or lie back, get into your breathing, experience smooth breathing rhythm with deep breaths in and out of your chest, lungs, and your stomach. As you achieve a smooth rhythm, em emphasize the in-breath with which you draw in energy throughout your body and then feel that energy flow out through the body like that five-pointed star that we talked about. Routine number two uh, is after about five minutes of this relaxed breathing, spend the next two or three minutes imagining yourself on the ice like we just did, skating with smoothness, power, and ease. If you are a forward or a defenseman, imagine, ha imagine handling the puck, making good passes, and having good touch and a hard, accurate shot. Imagine yourself playing good defense, playing the body, finishing your checks. If you're a goalie, imagine having a good position and good angles, seeing the shooter well, seeing clearly, stopping each shot, feeling the shot hit your pads, and moving well in net from side to side. Next up, we'll talk about strategy thoughts and your one, two, threes. Strategy thoughts can help sharpen your on-ice on, on judgment, reaction time, and focus. I, what I really do is I really break these down into three major simple points to keep reminding yourself of for your main focus. I usually find that this really helps a player keep it simple. 
An example of an effective strategy thought would be playing good defense in a penalty killing situation. You would really have three main points. These are your one, two, threes. So your one would be be aggressive but patient. Don't commit. Number two would be maintain good position and good angles. Keep your head on a swivel. And number three would be clear the front of the net. So as a defenseman uh, and playing good defense in a penalty killing situation, if you run through these three things constantly mentally before the game and in the game, which is one, be aggressive but patient, don't commit. Two, maintain good position, good angles, head on a swivel. And number three, clear the front of the net. You're going to keep your game ultra simple, clearly refined, and hopefully that translates into on-ice performance. The biggest thing with your one, two, threes is just to be very clear with yourself about what you want to do on the ice. These strategy thoughts should be so clear that just saying the thought to yourself brings an image of that action to mind. You should be able to visualize your one, two, threes very clearly. An example of how to properly use this would be a bottom six forward who gets limited ice time. This player who's a bottom six forward, they might be worried about making the right impression on each and every shift. Uh, they're a little worried. They're, they're worried about what the coach thinks. Perhaps the player's trying too hard out there and overthinking things. He gets caught standing around watching the play a little bit too much. This player could work on his breathing to help increase his body awareness and ease. If this player was to go over his one, two, threes, and if he was clear about what he's going to do, he could better reduce his anxiety and increase his impact as a player. An example of his one, two, threes uh, as a bottom six forward who's looking to improve could be the following. Super simple. No number one, keep my feet moving. Number two, win the puck on the boards. Number three, get the puck out of our end. So as a top six forward who's worried, he's, he's gripping the stick a little too much, he's, he's just worried about what people are thinking, how people are perceiving him as a player, whether it's a coach or scouts in the stand, what he can do as a player, he can keep his feet moving, he can win the puck on the boards, and he can get the puck out of his end. Super simple stuff, super easy to, to enact, and easy just to, to play that way. That, that's the way he's going to have success. Now using these 1-2-3s, this player's game is going to be ultra simplified, which should increase this player's effectiveness. This player won't be as nervous if he knows exactly what he needs to do out there. Another one we could go over is the 1-2-3s for a power play forward trying to improve his decision making on the power play and maintain possession of the puck uh, in, the, in the opposition zone. Number one for this guy could be, I have to get the puck when it's in my corner of the rink. Number two, I have to make good, clean, crisp passes both to the center in the slot and the D on the point. Number three is I have to take good shots when I have an opportunity to do so. So as a power play forward, you want to have control of the puck at all times. You want to keep it in their zone. You want to have possession of the puck. You don't want to have turnovers and you don't want the other team throwing the puck down to the other end. So what you can do as a player looking to do this is just go over your one, two, threes keeps it super simple, helps you have success. Now, after taking into account all we've talked about here, you will need to take your breathing and one, two, threes and translate them into a visualization imagery exercise. You can do your mental rehearsal before the game or in your bed at night 
or prior to your pregame nap. You will want to practice in your mind the things that you want to do on the ice. That includes your on-ice skills and your responses to specific actual game situations that you have clarified in your 1-2-3s. Imagine, see, and feel yourself in different situations on the ice. One exercise that I've, I've seen helpful with a lot of our players, um, what, what they usually do to help themselves visualize is they score a minimum of 50 goals per day. By this, I mean they visualize the actual goal, the regulation size net with red posts and white mesh netting. The players can imagine themselves shooting a puck into that net and scoring 50 imaginary goals on that net per day. What you can do, and I've seen players do this with effectiveness, is to take a photo of a hockey goal. You can either pull this up from online, on Google, or you can take a photo of a goal yourself and have that photo blown up to approximately 3 feet by 4 feet, or even a little smaller. Put this photo on your bedroom wall and use this goal photo as the target for your imaginary goal scoring practice. You can also imagine that an object represents a hockey goal and mentally shoot pucks at that in your mind, whether it's your door frame, your closet, a fireplace, and your billet house, etc. Score 50 goals on that object or that printout every day. When you're scoring these goals, pick your corners. Put half on the top left corner. Then score the other half 25 goals in the top right corner. Then keep shooting. Keep shoot the rest in the lower left corner and the right left right corner. Sharpen that mental image so it's so clear that it feels like you're actually scoring these goals. Then when you get next you're in a game and you have a few scoring opportunities in the actual game, your chances will hopefully start to go in for you as it's more of a familiar situation and situation you practice in your mind time and time again, over and over again. It's familiarity and comfort that way. Reputation builds rep, sorry, repetition builds strength and confidence. This repetition and repeatedly practicing your mental rehearsal of scoring goals will help you develop your imagination and your on-ice skills so that you're able to better read, anticipate, and react well to any situation on the ice. Visualize before the game what's going to happen and how the game is going to unfold. Think about what kind of players that they have on the opposing team and which guys are going to be thrown at you. The main key here is anticipation. It's important to anticipate what might be thrown at you so your reactions are natural when you get into an actual game. That way when something happens you already know what to do right away and you've done it time and time again. Actually visualizing yourself playing in the NHL on a national team at the major junior CHL level, college, prep school, or at the USHL, BCHL level uh, is an image that you can keep repeating yourself in your head and it may help you to sustain that drive you need to reach that goal. Putting a photograph on the wall of yourself or one of your favorite players scoring or making a big save or being part of a team that you aspire to be part of can can definitely support you and it's it's a lot like your dream board uh, and just something that you see every day of course a success image like this is not a substitute for expending the effort necessary to succeed 
but it can help you to work toward that goal ultimately each and every day. Another, another strategy you could use would be selecting an image of an animal that appeals to you, an animal that you would want to model the traits of, of their life after your game. For example, a stay-at-home D-man might be a grizzly bear, which is big, powerful, strong, and vicious. A bear that could go into the corner and overpower his man. A bear that is an immovable force in front of the net. A bear that plays with sandpaper and an edge. A skill forward might think of himself as a jaguar, a, a tiger, or a panther. A big cat that is agile, fast, quick to pounce, and always hunting for opportunities. A big cat like this is usually low to the ice, having good vision, and being able to react quickly. Your animal image should also represent you at your best. When you think of your animal image, allow it to awaken that animal within you. Allow it to stimulate you and fire you up with speed, jump, and power. Use this animal to energize yourself. You can use it to constantly remind yourself to play your style in the middle of a game. The nice thing about this imagery is that you can use it to recharge wherever you are. Whether you're on a bus, on a plane, or in a hotel room with your team far away from home, all you need to do is close your eyes and think of your image and your animal and it will help you to recharge. You can also score those 50 mental goals in your mind from wherever you are as this certain animal. This is also something that while you're on the ice, you can remind yourself in between shifts or maybe you just get off the ice and you had a bad shift. You can run that imagery and that, that animal through your mind and it'll just remind yourself of how you want to play with more simple focus and, and the type of game that you want to bring. So with that final thought, you can utilize these mental training and visualization techniques to help improve your on-ice performance and to give you an edge over your opponent. Practice makes perfect, and it's only going to be effective if you put the effort and time into it. It is what you make it as a player. Some exercises may be funny, but they definitely work, and they've been proven effective for many players, case in point. A lot of NHL players actually use these mental techniques. I want to thank you today for listening to Episode 4 of the Skate Your Way to the Top podcast. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud and leave us any reviews, thoughts, or questions you might have. It's my goal here to provide you with the tools and resources that you need to be a world-class hockey player. At the end of the day, I hope you're finding some value in this podcast. Thank you for listening today, and we look forward to having you back on the next episode of Skate Your Way to the Top.